Hi, my name is Joe Hancock, founder of His Vessel Ministries, and your host for Becoming His Vessel podcast. Often say in this thing called life, I may not always get it right, but my heart is to get it right. So my heart's desire is that this would be a resource for me as well as you, that we would be formed by God's Word, filled with Father God, and just poured out for His glory, truly becoming His vessel. Many mornings in my prayer closet, I often begin with focusing on just God, the names of God. Why? So that my focus becomes God and less of Job. And the more I focus on who God is, the more and the better I get to know God. And many times through the leading of the Holy Spirit, I will be led to focus on a name of God that so often prepares me for the day. And so just this morning, I sensed the Holy Spirit was saying to me, God is sovereign. And I focused on the sovereignty of God, knowing that God is sovereign. He is the ruler over my life. He is the ruler over this universe. He is the ruler over every detail of my life as he is in your life. He rules it. Although he gives us choice to choose him as our master and to follow him, it does not negate that he is sovereign. And so this morning, as I meditated upon the sovereignty of God, I knew that was a Rima word for me. As I was praying through the sovereignty of God and addressing God as the El Elyon, I knew that it was his name that I was remembering, but his position, his position over where I am, where our nation is, where our city is, where our home is, and that I was to establish my heart on that name. And why? Because I believe with everything within me, based on what I'm hearing, what I'm reading, based on what is happening around us, that the sovereignty of this nation, the sovereignty of the state of Alabama, the sovereignty of us as a people is being threatened and we better wake up and I believe we better wake up quickly. And I want to say specifically because I live in the state of Alabama, Alabama, you better wake up because if not, we are going to be redefined as a state and as a people. And our sovereignty is hanging in the balance. Because we want to define our rights. We want to define who we worship. We want to define what our morals and our culture is in Alabama. But that is being threatened because there is a movement. And yes, it's a global movement. It's a national movement. But it has moved in and surrounded us as a state. And it wants to take our sovereignty to remove our rights as a people and simply to reduce us down to mere chattel. Now, hear me out, because I have thought through this carefully to say something to you, and as I said earlier, I pray that it moves you to pray about this for you and your household, and then you ask the Holy Spirit what you're to do, because I believe we are all called to action, not just prayer, but to action. So what is it? When you are a state within the United States, we're not just one big state as some people in the federal government would want to claim that we are. We are an individual state. What does that mean? We have borders. We clearly have defined our borders. And as watchmen, we pray all the time that a firewall of protection 
will be around the borders of the state of Alabama so that we continue to be the state that we believe God created us to be. So a state has borders and a state has a certain people with a certain identity. Generally, the recognition of the state reflects a mindset of the people's values, where they place their interests, where they put their interest in their values and and what we stand for. It reflects how we want to be governed, how we want our elected officials or our public servants to lead us. And so it's the people that decide that. And it's the people that establish this state so that we can live out the way God intended us to live. So you know what? This is what I want to zero in on today. We need statehood. We need statehood to rise up. And I tell you, it is time that we as people, we better establish who we are. And in establishing who we are, we better believe it. And by believing it, we better live it. We're to the time, hey, listen, talk is cheap. We can say we believe it, but unless we live it, do we really believe it? We have to stop trying to be like everyone else. Stop trying to depend on other resources and truly become our state. Secure our own area, secure our own way of life. And we say all the time we're God-fearing people. And if we are, then what we must do as a state, that if people come here, they will establish our way of life. They will establish our morals, our values. Why? Because we as a state have established it. I mean, in our Constitution, we say that we are a people that in order to have justice, to have peace, secure the blessings of liberty, we invoke the favor and the guidance of Almighty God. We say it right in the preamble of our Constitution. We decree and declare that we depend on God in the state of Alabama. We look to the Almighty God, and so we're dependent upon Him, His sovereignty, recognizing that God is sovereign and that our peace comes from Him. Our justice, our way of life, our righteousness comes from God. And this should mean something to us as citizens of the state of Alabama. It should mean something. Let me tell you, it should be our foundation. So this is why I say, if we believe it, we better live it. Because I tell you, it could be jerked out from under us. And it's important that we rise up and we establish our state rights. Because they are slowly being yielded over. As we go asleep... And as we be presumptuous that our leaders are looking out for us, our rights are slowly eroding away. So we ought to understand how state rights fit into our defense as a sovereign state. I can remember years ago being a lawyer, attending the University of Alabama Law School, learning and understanding about state rights and how important state rights are and their boundaries. I can remember several years ago, the Holy Spirit nudging me, impressing upon me, go back and study about state rights and how important state rights are. And so I did. I went back to some of my old law books and I began to look at that and how the state has certain rights according to our U.S. Constitution. And I knew that there was going to come a time that that was going to be important. Well, people, it is that time. 
It is that time that we as Alabama understand our statehood, understand that we are a state, and within that state, we have a constitution, which I will tell you, when I researched this, it is one of the longest constitutions in the United States. We have well defined what we believe and what we want as the law to govern us as a people in the state of Alabama. And so as a people, we've got to rise up and understand within the context of that, that we have sovereignty. And in that sovereignty, we rise up and we speak out and we take action to defend the people that we know we are. And who is it? We got to know our territory. Within our territory, within our boundaries, who are we? Who are we as a people? There are people moving in that want to change us, that want to dictate us, that we look like a world of people that we are not in Alabama. So who are we? Who are we? As I just said in our Constitution, we are God-fearing people. We look to the Almighty God. And listen, we're a state within the Bible Belt. What is the Bible Belt? That's a term that almost a hundred years old, and it describes an area of the United States, the southern part of the United States, that reflects a certain type of people by the way they live, by the way they think, by the way they vote, by the way they interact with one another. It reflects the heart of the people. And what is it? It says they are socially conservative Christians, mostly Protestants, and that the Bible influences how they live. It reflects who they are. We are in the center of the Bible Belt. It's time for us to start living like that, reflect who we are. But I will tell you, we better beware because as people move in, they are snuffing that out. They are snuffing out socially who we are and bringing a culture that does not line up with the Word of God. They are moving in and snuffing out how conservative we live and listen, mocking it, literally making a mockery of our conservative way of life. And they are snuffing out our Christian values, our Christian heart, our Christian way of life. And so we've got to wake up. We've got to take the Bible off of the coffee table, get it in our hand and walk with it and talk it and live it. And we better beware. We're church people. That's who we are in Alabama. We're church people. Do you know we have over 10,000 churches in the state of Alabama? That's That should speak volumes of who we are within our borders as a state, that we are people that look to God. We are a people that live the Bible. We depend on the Bible. We look to God as our source, as our resource first for what we need. But I will tell you, though, as I say that and think about it, We have over 10,000 churches, but just the church building is not enough. It's the people that make up the church building that we've got to live it. That's got to be the voice, not just the driving by and seeing the church and seeing the marquee with the name on it. We've got to truly be the church. Also, I want to emphasize this, that in Alabama, 
We are God-fearing people. And what does that mean? It means that we know, we believe, and we live that God is sovereign. That God is sovereign even over our U.S. Constitution, even over our U.S. Supreme Court. We believe that God is sovereign. And when you say you fear God, listen, you know, for some people, let's say fear is, yes, I, I get the reverend and I respect God, but it's so much more than that. And Proverbs 1, 7 says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Yes, we get that. But what does it really mean to fear God? This is how I see it. It means that you willingly take yourself and bring yourself before your heart, before the throne of God. And you wholly submit and surrender your life before God. And you acknowledge that God is is the Most High God, and that He is the master over your life, and that He rules and reigns over everything. And because of who He is, you submit yourself to Him to walk in His ways and to follow the will of God. Now, I'm going to tell you, that's a mouthful right there. Because we say we fear God, but do you pursue it? to what the fear of God really means. In Deuteronomy 10, Moses was beseeching the people. And it says in there, he says, What does the Lord your God ask of you but to fear the Lord your God? What? To walk in all of his ways, to love God, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul. He says, fear the Lord your God and serve him and hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. The God is to be our praise. To fear God is to wholly submit your life over to God and allow him to call the shots, to walk in his will, in his ways, and knowing that by doing that, God will take care of all of your needs. In the state of Alabama, we fear God. We got to walk in the fear of God and not just say it. God is truly who we know. God is who we look to. God is who we live our life for. And we honor God with our life. And not just in words, but this is what we do. Why? Because we believe in God. We accept Jesus. Jesus is our Savior. Now, for unbelievers, the fear of God could mean the judgment of God. You know, a punishment that's coming, an eternal death. And yes, it is. But for us as Christians that have accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life, we can embrace the fear of God because we know God, because we serve Him and we do it willingly. It's because our heart chooses to do that. Why? Because we know God. And we cling to God. We trust God. Not because someone said that we had to. What else is Alabama about? It's about family. Family is still important in Alabama. And we don't try to redefine the family. We describe family according to what the Bible says the family looks like. We know that it's a man and a woman and they marry, and they establish a home, and many have children, and then they raise their children according to the Word of God, to live out and according to the will and the ways of God. What is that? To live according to the fear of God. 
I just said to someone the other day, in our nation, we've lost our way because we've lost our morals. And how is it that we've lost our morals? Because we've lost the Word of God. See, it's the Word of God, who God is, that established these boundaries for us so that we would have morals, that we would be a righteous people, and that being that, it would establish our way so that we could be a people that truly live fully satisfied. But when you remove the Word of God, what do you do? You break down the boundaries. Well, in Alabama, we have our physical boundaries, but our spiritual boundaries are the Word of God. And so according to the Bible, we know what family is. We know what it looks like. And that's what we want to protect in our state. And as a sovereign state, we describe to that. And listen, again, talk is cheap. We're not just talking it. This is what we want. And so we've got to stand up for it. We've got to speak out for it. Not just believe it in our heart, but begin to speak out and demand that our leaders, this is what they define and defend for us. As things begin to shift within our state, our sovereignty, we've got to restore the family. If we've lost our morals, because our morals are what will sustain us, and that's based on the Word of God, and that will sustain our home. If not, it'll be a slippery slope for all of us. But family is still important. The family altar, it's important to have family altars where we come together to read the Word together, to pray together. We know that will even more sustain us as a family. We recognize in Alabama and our family, we're not totally independent, that we are still dependent upon God. We're dependent upon one another. Our family, we need one another. And we show this all the time on Facebook. What do we do? We post pictures of our family. Why? Because our family is important. They are dear to us. They mean something to us. And so our family is above all other social groups. Our family comes first. It's important to spend time together. That's what we treasure. That's what we work hard for is establish the home around the family. And we want to protect one another. We want to stay in harmony. We want to keep in touch with one another because it's important to the members of the family to stay in touch. When someone in our family is going out of town, generally the night before they go out of town, we have a family meal together. We gather around the table and we're all together. We eat a meal together. We enjoy being together. Why? We want that memory. You don't ever know what might happen. And so why? What am I saying? It's important. That is our number one social group. That is our number one connection. That is our number one group of people that reflects who we are. And so what we do reflects our heart. So I say in Alabama, family is important to us. So these are just some basic things. So what do we need to do? We need to be rising up. We need to be letting the politicians, our public leaders know that we know who we are, that we are a sovereign state, that this is who we are as a people, and we want them to protect us. I'll be honest with you, I'm getting a little worn out with Alabama being known for our politicians, for our government, and not so much being known as a God-fearing people who uphold the sovereignty of God. More people know who our government leaders are than they know 
who we are as a people. And we've got elections coming up. And I will just tell you, we need to be in tune. Because again, I want to say it again, talk is cheap. We need to know the heart of these candidates. We need to know, are they promoting themselves? Are they promoting who we are as a state? Are they wanting to personally be elected into a position because of how that will personally influence them and give them personal power? Or are they wanting this position because they are God-fearing people? They know that we are a God-fearing state. We know that we believe in the sovereignty of God, and they're out there to fight for our individual state rights to keep us sovereign so that we can continue to live our way of life. Or do they just want a position in government? We need to find this out. We need to know. Look past the words and discern the heart of these candidates. Don't let them just be elected because they think they're somebody of social influence. Let's elect leaders who will fight for our sovereignty, for who we are. And listen, I'm going to tell you, look past words. You need to hear what they're saying and listen to what they're saying. But here's the third thing. Then inquire of them what they're saying. They may use all the right language. They may use all the right words, and it sounds good. They can even portray it to look good. But what do they mean by the words they are using? Because I tell you, words mean something. And so what you want to do is pull out from their heart what they really mean by those words. And so just ask them. Ask them what they mean. I just tell you, that's one trick of the enemy is to redefine words, to lure us in by all the good and juicy and religious words, righteous words. But yet what they mean is far from the word of God, the heart of God. Let's don't be afraid. In Alabama, let's don't be afraid to be who we are, what we believe in and the way we want to live. And yes, along the way, as you stand up and you take action, you'll be rejected. Hey, I've learned this the hard way. And I will tell you, I could write a book on this one. Being who you are, believing in the Word of God, truly being a God-fearing person and want to live righteous and live according to the Word of God and stand up on truth, you'll be rejected. But listen, it's okay. Christ was rejected. The Word already said we would be because we're a peculiar people. But that doesn't mean we should shut our mouth. We should be silent. That means we should speak up more. Because I tell you, people are looking for truth. And how will they know truth unless they find the Word of God? But we can also speak the Word of God and help people find truth. So don't be concerned about being rejected. You will be rejected. It's okay. Every time that I get stabbed with that adversity of rejection, I just look up and I say, God, I thank you that you tell me I am accepted in the beloved. God, if I just walk with you, fear you, love you with all my heart, soul, and strength, follow the leading of the Holy Spirit of God, I know I am accepted in the beloved. And God, your acceptance overrules any rejection that man can bring to me. We got to stop giving up our power and our influence just so that we can fit in with the elite, just so that we can fit in with the culture, just so that we can camouflage things. 
And we got to declare that we're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We got to declare that we're not ashamed of his name. And if you're in a public arena and there's people there that don't know God and God gives you the opportunity on the leading of the Holy Spirit, you speak the name of Jesus. You don't be afraid to do that. We've got to do more of that. Don't do it where it's comfortable and convenient down at your church or in your Sunday school class or in your social group of other Christians. Yes, that's good. But it's out here in the world that we've got to be more bold to speak the name of Jesus and not be ashamed of it, not to cower down under it. Don't hide the Bible. Take it with you where you go. Take it. If you go to the coffee shop, don't be afraid to pull out your Bible and read your Bible. If you're taking a lunch break and you're sitting on a park bench, don't be afraid to pull out your Bible and read your Bible. We don't have to do that. Why? Not in Alabama. We look to the Almighty God. We're God-fearing people. We're church-going people. We believe in the Word of God. And so speak out the Word of God. Speak it out to your authorities. Don't be afraid just because it doesn't line up with their dialect. Speak the Word of God. I tell you, there's more governmental leaders. They need to hear the Word of God. They need to hear the truth. What? Start some thinking. Maybe I'm off track here. I say this all the time. The Word of God needs a seat at the table. And if people make fun of you, it's okay. It's okay. This is why we are who we are. This is why we have the life that we have in the state of Alabama. Is because we stand on the Word of God. So what do we got to do? We got to rise up. This is how we get our power back. This is how we maintain our sovereignty. This is how we protect our way of life. This is how we pass the word on to the next generation in the freedom that we have now and protecting their freedom to do the same. This is why we have these physical borders is because we decree and declare that in Alabama, God is the sovereign God. He is the God most high. So what am I saying? We have a work to do because I believe it's hanging in the balance, our sovereignty our state rights to be the people that we want to be, the people that God wants us to be, and the people that we want our children, our grandchildren to be, to pass on. See, we don't want the Word of God snuffed out. We don't want the ways of God snuffed out. We want them to increase. And how is it will they increase is when God increases through us. Yes, God is sovereign, but God is sovereign for a reason. This is His creation. This is his land. We are his people. Let's stand up for it. Let's speak out for it because we believe it. And that's what we want. Thank you for listening to the Becoming His Vessel podcast. If you'd like to receive more resources that would help guide you in becoming his vessel, I invite you to visit our website at www.hisvessel.org. If you'd like to connect with me directly, I would love to hear from you. You can reach me by calling 334-356-4478. And my prayer is that you would seek to love God with all of your heart, all of your soul, and all of your strength as you seek to become His vessel.